This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The bare minimum at this stage of the season for Mansfield Town is not to lose games. So when Aidan Stone made a little bit of a mistake and helped Newport on their way to a one-goal lead, the Stags were in a little bit of trouble. Step forward young pup Tyree Sinclair. His second league start, his first football league goal, one point for Mansfield. Happy days indeed. Mansfield Town 1, Newport County 1 at the One Course Stadium on this Friday night. The proof will be in the pudding tomorrow come 5 o'clock as to whether this point is a good point or a bad point, of course, as the Stags play the night before Southend are due to play. Let us know in the comments whether you thought it was a good point or a bad point. For me, a good point, a positive one, perhaps should have had all three, but this is Mansfield Town this season we're talking about, and let's be honest, when that goal went in, we all thought... Here we go again. Another defeat is loading. A point. Another point on the way to safety. Let's hope that it's a point in the right direction. This is the Cooldown post-match reaction show on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Tyrese Sinclair's strike six minutes from time rescues Mansfield Town a point this evening at home to Newport County. A point on the board takes the gap to ten points between the Stags and Southend with now five games left to go. Southend have six, they play tomorrow. So again, the proof will be in the pudding as to whether tonight's point is a good one. We will, of course, wait as time progresses. Joining me virtually to go through that, to go through all the comments, to go through all the reaction... 
Mr. Nathan Edge and returning tonight, obviously because Channel 4 is showing nothing but news and therefore no Hollyoaks, it's Mr. Cam Felton. Welcome back! No, he's, he's not bothering to talk. This is an audio podcast. You, you sort of need to talk. I know we've been out of action for a while, but... <laughs> Can we talk about something other than Hollyoaks then, at least? I mean, he's had too much of it, clearly. On to yeah. something else. Yeah, he certainly has. Uh, get your comments coming in. Get them rolling in uh, tonight. We want to hear your reactions. Bit of a, uh, an interesting one, Cam, actually, because, you know, tonight, some people will say that's a bad point. For me, I think it's probably the best we've we've played in, in a while. Some really good build-up play, some really good attacking movement, some really good fluid play. But again, we just let that bite, and I think that's the thing which is going to come back to, to haunt us a little bit. For me... A good point. For me, actually, a, an okay point so long as tomorrow backs it up. Yeah, well, you can also look at it the other way. Is it a bad point? Because it should have been three points. We, it's something that we've pulled uh, week in, week out since the start of the season. We're just not clinical enough. And we had the chances, and Tyrese was unlucky with his uh, first chance in the, in the first half. And it was a good save, to be fair, but sticks it anywhere other than at the keeper, and it's in. But you just got to take your chances, and unfortunately we haven't. And, and the one that we did take, it was a great finish, to be fair. Great build-up play, but it, it should have been more. What's your take on it, Nath? Are, are you happy with tonight's point, or are you with Cam tonight saying that it should have been more and it should have been all three in Mansfield's bank tonight? <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. Um, yes, um, I'm happy the fact that we have got a draw simply because, obviously, we... Mansfield, typically, we, we know we've got a mistake in us. Um, two players contributed to that today and, uh, you know, it gave Newport the lead. So it's a good point in the sense that when that went in, I thought, that's it, it's a 1-0 defeat, game done. You know, I'd, I didn't see us getting back into him, though we were creating. I just didn't see us, you know, hitting the back of them. Uh, but but upsets uh, Tyree Sinclair for his first uh, first league, league goal. So I'm happy the fact that we've come from behind, but I'm not happy... You're, you know, a little bit gutted that we didn't take all three points because over the, um, you know, the, the the general play, I think we deserved it tonight. So, you know, we get positives out of that. Um, like I say, proofs in the pudding tomorrow of what Southend do. Get you coming in, have your say on your team. Andy's kicked it off, kicked us off tonight. He's on the uh, on the side of a, a bad point, saying same old, same old mistakes yet again, are costing us. Um, Nigel says I've got to go out now. Please note my man of the match vote for Tyrese. I certainly have done. Uh, Tim says Mansfield Town Charity Club. We give free goals away every single week. Uh, John says Stags are their own worst enemies. What was up with Clark Sinclair saved us. Bring some more youngsters in. I say. Um, Michael says, man of the match, Sinclair or Quinn. Uh, Wayne says, uh, well, Lady definitely with us this season, that's for sure. But well, a what a well-deserved goal by Sinclair in a game that sh we should have won easily with the chances we had. But it's another point to safety onwards and upwards. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way uh, to, to sort of describe it, isn't it? Uh, you know, a point on the, on the way to safety. Um, that's what it is. You know, Nigel Clough has highlighted that he wants to, to get to a certain point. He wants to get to five points. So uh, we'll, we'll see where we are um, with that. Again, I felt that we should have had perhaps all three tonight. Uh, Sinclair, oh, what a man. But realist, more realistic, though, we should have won 3-1. Uh, Gary says, much better tonight. Would have gave, um, would have took a point 
um, when losing but Newport are average at best Sinclair was our Cook replacement striker all along he was here already uh, Chris says Perchman of the match best player uh, by a mile uh, Defo worth a new deal um, next year um, Clive says Rawson Quinn or Sinclair were the uh, pick of the bunch today um, John says Perch uh, faultless in my opinion can we I'm just going to say this I'm going to stop reading these comments out because we do man of the match at the end of the show I'm going to spend 20 <laughs> minutes reading out comments about man of the match we'll save them for the end of the sh- end of the show uh, let's talk about how uh, we were with the ball tonight Nathan, at, at the attacking end of the pitch and talk about Sinclair because you know, his second league start tonight gets his first league goal. A good strike is he should have perhaps had one in the first half. I actually thought it was across the line myself. Um, but uh, a very, very good lively display from him. Um, some good set pieces along the way um, as well. Very, very good performance from him and, and certainly uh, his capabilities and, and grasping the chance uh, that he's been handed. Yeah, absolutely delighted for him. Um, you know, we'd, it's a, basically a carbon copy of Jason Law. Come into it, first game you sort of uh, you think, hold on, you know, he's, 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 he's slotted in quite well here. And then, you know, the following games, he seemed to have got better. So, you know, I think this is going to be Tyrese's time now to get a good good run in the, you know, in, in the team. You know, certainly deserving it uh, at the moment. So, you know, expect him to start again next week, especially after scoring. Um, you know, so, and, and I think it's just a little bit of what we needed, a bit, a bit of energy up there. Um, and like I say, that added, added bonus, the fact that he does offer a threat from set pieces as in, you know, from the delivery side, which we have been woeful in for most of the season. And uh, out of nowhere, he's got a long throw. So, uh, you know, an extra uh, bow to our arrows. Oh, that's not right, isn't it? What's, what's the saying? Arrow to uh, whatever. Extra um, to our bow. That's the one, whatever. So, um, yeah, I, you know, is uh, another prospect we uh, you know, we've, we've all wanted to see a little bit more, um, you know, from him and, and the youngsters and they're getting the chance now. It's, isn't it refreshing to see them do well? That's what we all want to see as, as a Mansfield Town support. I'd love to see him on the pitch to get him and, and Jason Law, but I had the, the privilege come to speak to Tyree Sinclair in the week as, as part of my uh, into five. And, uh, you know, he's a very good young man, uh, speaks very, very well, very uh, enthusiastic and very hungry as well. And you could see that hunger uh, from him tonight and again on Monday at Exeter. But uh, very much tight. He looked uh, very, very lively. Um, you know, he, he was up for, for, for the most part against one of the most experienced defenders in League Two, uh, ex-Wales international who's played at the very top, top flight. And he looked on par. He didn't look out of place whatsoever, and that's real, real credit to the work that he's put in and the performance that he put in tonight. I will say it's more it's more than just this season, though, because you think back to performances in the youth team over the years and whenever he has played for the reserves, it's just been absolutely fantastic. And his, his work rate during a game is second to none. He's, he runs around more than most players on the pitch, and it's finally come off for him because he's, he's had the chances and then... Just like coming off the bench and trying to be this impact player, and it's not quite not quite happened for him. And then, lo and behold, you give him a chance in the team. You start him on um, on Monday, and he plays all right, plays quite well, gets the man of the match. And then, why why change it if it's not broken? You leave him in, and he gets the goal that we need. And and yes, it's it's disappointing because it, sh- it probably could have been more than one and I'm sure he'll be disappointed that he did miss that chance but hopefully that's something that will also spur him on and give him the hunger going into uh, into our next game 
Uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, Roger says, a good point. Wasn't expecting any more than that before the game started, to be fair. Should have started Sinclair weeks ago. Uh, Luke says, nice to see the fight tonight to get a point, but after all the chances we created, it's still clear we're missing the quality and confidence up front. We're something like fifth highest chance created in the league, but still bottom end of the table. It's all right blaming mistakes, but we're... At but where it leads to mistakes will always come. Uh, Pedro says, decent performance, better team, got a point, uh, happy with that. Um, Colin says, we have to be happy with that point. Let's go back to that comment from uh, Luke, Nath, talking um, about obviously being you know up there in terms of chance creators, but obviously we, we're at the bottom end of the table. Um, yeah, we are a League Two side, so mistakes will, will certainly come, and I think it's just going to be a, a, a matter of time for getting these mistakes to be nullified and, and sort of uh, clamped down on it and getting more bodies up there to try and uh, convert these chances. It, it's just the way it's gone for Mansfield this season. And I think yeah. the, the the good thing is we've, we've come out of the game. We've done. Nigel Clough will exactly say these words in his post-match conference. The bare minimum to do is to don't lose a game of football. And we didn't. Yeah. Um, I think the difference is, you know, look, the... Yes, League, League Two players do make mistakes. That's going to happen. I think we've probably gifted too too many this season than than obviously than than other League Two teams. But the the difference is, I think, is when we've given away these goals. Most games we haven't had enough up front to to get us back into it. And you know, we're, we're still a long way from having that. Uh, but at least today we've made a mistake. But at least we've had a goal in us to. Uh, to at least get a point out of it. So you know that's 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 the bonus, isn't it? If you're going to make mistakes, then at least make sure you're good enough to go up the other end and and, and get a goal or two. So um, you, whereas if you are free flowing and scoring, you can afford those mistakes because you, you're going to win two one or three one, whatever. So you know that uh, it's it's lacking in both areas, isn't it? We we are where we are for a reason. We haven't been battered by anybody. You know, I don't think there's not. I can't really think of many games apart from. Barrow um, early on in the season where we've been out, absolutely outplayed by anybody this season it's been individual errors or just not having enough going up uh, you know to, to put the ball in the net ourselves so there's there's building blocks there that we can start building on for you know next season there's there's, there's work to do in people to change uh, but we're not a million miles straight in but we're not a million miles off I don't think no, we're not. We just need to get those mistakes, you know, eradicated and and build on and, and get those extra bodies in there. And I think the the thing is, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because you obviously want to sort of sit and you want to criticise and you want to um, question certain things, but it, there's no point in it. I think that the good thing now, Cam, is we've got through a period where games have come fast and now as you look towards the end of the season we've only got one Tuesday night game uh, which is that game against uh, Scunthorpe um, on the 20th it's pretty much Saturday to Saturday now for the rest of the season a good opportunity to to, to not necessarily take things lightly but to get rest into the players legs because they are heavy and we're going to need absolutely everybody especially over the next two or three games um, because you know, we've just got to simply get it done. Nigel Clough said um, five points would do it before the game. We've got one tonight. For me, we need to get the next four in the next two games. Um, even better if we could get six. Great opportunity to do it with Stephen Edge and Scunthorpe up next. I mean, you look at the more the Scunthorpe game and you think that's one that we need to be winning. I think you could also say it 
maybe for the Salford game, the game after that, you think we more than outclassed Salford and they're a team that's really been, in some games they've been impressive, some games not so much, but when we played them back at Field Mill back in January, they, they didn't offer that much of a danger. So you think like... If, just a bare minimum, we pick up a point against Stevenage, you pick up a point against Scunthorpe, and then three against Salford, and we're there, you'd have thought. But the next three games, they're more than winnable. It's just which Mansfield want to turn up, I think, the quite apt, because if we turn up, we play well, and we can score goals. Or not turn up, give away sloppy goals, and just have no hunger and desire in fight. Yeah, that's sort of what we said, isn't it, before the game, Nath, you know, about which Mansfield would turn up. And one person that's not been mentioned in the comments yet, and I'm sure we'll touch upon him uh, more in the man of the match thing, but um, was Ryan Sweeney. I thought he was really impressive tonight. A bit like the, the Sweeney of old, I thought. Mm. He, um, he did seem to be, I don't know, settled a lot more confident. You know, I think he was kind of braver in in. in both senses of, of moving forward when he was up there and, and certainly and defensively as well. He just seemed a lot more composed. So, um, yeah, that was a massive positive. Like I say, we, we said this pre-match on the, on the Facebook exclusive about, obviously we were discussing when the, when the team news came out about, about it being unchanged. And one of the things we said is that, you know, that, that defensive back four, you know, Nigel did mention in his midweek uh, interviews that, you know, he, he, what he wanted was to get the experience either side with, with McLaughlin and, um, and Perch. To help those two youngsters in the middle, you know, relatively youngsters of, of Ryan Sweeney and Faz Rawson, and then they've come out of a, a very, very good defensive display against, uh, you know, the top goal scorers in the in the league in, in yeah. Exeter City. Uh, you know, come away from that long journey with a with a with a solid clean sheet. So, you know, hopefully that was a bit of that bit of confidence that they needed going into that. And yes, I know we've we've conceded, but it wasn't a fault of the defence on this occasion. You know, it was a midfield and a goalkeeping error. So the defenders can you know, be relatively happy with with the you know the, the performance they've put in, and that that should hopefully help with confidence. And that's what we need. You know, we have been guilty of giving away silly goals, defense from the defenders. And yeah, tonight was a silly one to give away. I'm not going to shy away from it. From from it, I I do defend Aidan Stone and goalkeepers in general quite a lot on this podcast. But it was. Um, a, a poor one to concede given away by George Maris in the middle should do better with it um, both of them should but the the end of the day the important thing is, as a team as a unit we didn't we didn't say oh that's that's the goal which is going to define us the goal which was going to define us from Tyree Sinclair's boot and to have you know to not give it up to not let our heads go it's almost like when you inflate a, a balloon and you do it with there we go where's the water <laughs> <laughs> when you it's like you know when you've got helium balloon and you've got hold of a helium balloon and you've got it in your grasp as soon as you let go of it outside I mean it's sort of you let go of it inside because you can probably get it down from the ceiling but if you let go of it outside that's gone we didn't we we sort of lost our grasp on it a little bit but we jumped up enough and just grabbed it quickly and, and we held on to it and we kept it in our grasp I mean, it's not so as good. It's not as good as an, as an as the uh, analogy which I used in the group chat, but that one's not for public sharing. I haven't actually read the group chat, but you probably wouldn't have going on here, Cam. But a few pods ago, um, Craig did an awful. Um, it was not awful. 
analogy, whatever. Um, he, he rightfully got some stick in the comments. So we now think a bit like uh, Lincoln's Corners. We need some sort of siren before he's one of these. Uh, like we've got the bell. We need a need a analogy warning. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't awful. It was a very good analogy, but just people just couldn't get it. Let's move away from that. Um, let's have a little look at fixtures coming. Um, we're talking about this a little bit before on the on the pre-match show. Um, ourselves and Grimsby don't play anybody around us um, in terms of the relegation running from six, uh, which uh, this has been put together by D3D4 Football, the excellent podcast uh, on there. Go and a little look for that after you've listened to this, of course. Um, there's only ourselves and Grimsby don't play anyone around us. And look at the next in particular. And Southend, even though they've got a new manager in today, Phil Campbell, of course, um, for the last six games or so of the season, six, seven games of the season, they've got Colchester to play. Colchester, uh, obviously, away at Oldham at the moment. They are losing. I think it was 3-1 when I looked. Uh, they've got Wall and South to play in their next two games. I think it's that's why I sort of said earlier. For me, it's it's up to that Thorpe game where we've got to sort of put our stamp on it and say this is it. Because like earlier, and when teams play each other, one can't get points, and it, that what that's another pendulum swing in our advantage. Yeah, exactly. I think you look at the things that we look at. Um, Grimsby, I think Grimsby have all but gone. Personally, I think they'd have, especially the teams that they've got to play. You've got to play Bradford, Bolton, Morecambe. Oldham, uh, or Cambridge, you're not going to get much out of that. And I think Southend have got an all right chance playing Leighton and, and Barrow, but Colchester, I, I don't just don't think they've got it in them. I think it's it's frustrating because yes, we've maybe just about done enough to keep ourselves safe. It's, it's that nerve. You, all you need is one or two teams to start pulling out these results, and especially with. Southend, they're going to probably pick up some sort of new manager's bounce with uh, Brian going back in, and and it might be enough to save them this late. But he did good when he was there last, and maybe it's just that little bit of a lift that they need to get them satisfied. And then you look at the teams around us, and you've got to think like that if we pick up a point, they either do worse than us or, or at a minimum match it. So squeaky bum time, at least. I don't think it's so much for things we don't lose in games. I think we'll, we'll be all right. I mean, we come back to saying it every single point today has essentially meant that Southend have got to go and win tomorrow, Nathan. And yeah. I, the only thing they've got in their favour, well, they've got two things about them going into that game tomorrow. One, probably is statistically the worst team in the league at the minute. Uh, and two, they've got to just bounce. But, you know, they've got to go into that and, and get all three points because if, if they just pick up a point, then it's, it's, it's still a nine point gap. With only 15 left to pay, play for, so it's it's been narrow, hasn't it? Even if they win, you know, we've still got a seven-point gap with five games to go, mm. which which isn't which isn't terrible. And like, like we like we said um, earlier, even if Southend are able to pull out of the bag, do you call? I, I I don't. Colchester in free, they're absolutely exactly. all. I can't see um, you know two or th- the three teams sort of like well, obviously more than that, but uh, there's a few teams down there that have got to overtake us um and that's if that's if we don't really go any more now between the end of the season i like to be i know we i know we've only won what is it like two in six seventeen or something crazy like that which yeah. is something we have got to got got to put around win. i think a win would would say just seal the deal for me just for just in some different ways but I, I even if we were to go and lose every game we you still gotta the 
two of those teams have got a really decent run to to take to, to overtake us again. So I'm not saying we're safe yet. We're not. We definitely certainly need wood, but we talk about a worst case scenario there and. I think it's going to be very unlikely. Yeah, it'd be t- it'd be very very unlikely. Something a dramatic swing would certainly have to happen. I do feel though, Cam, that had we got three points tonight, we'd have been ninety percent there. Yeah, because even like teams below us have got to win and we've got to lose. And you pick up one point in the last five, and you think, yeah, you're pretty much going to be there. Um. And and with the games that we have got, they're more than winnable. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing. We can't just go into the games and think, like, we've got to get a point, we've got to get a point. We've got to te- treat these, definitely the next three, as as games that we can win. You think Steve, uh, Stevenage, at uh, the start of the season, it, it was the most boring 0-0 draw ever. Um, Scunthorpe, other than Wilson scoring an own goal, it was a pretty routine win. And then Salford, we really put to the sword. So you think they're definitely winnable games. Uh, we've just got to take a bit of confidence into these games and just not think, we can't think worst case scenario all the time. We've just got to go at Pete's comps and just aim for the three points. I think if we play like we have done tonight and like we did against Exeter, um, we, I'm confident we've got at least a couple of winning wins in us by but you know, by the end of the season mm. we you know we weren't far off it yes we're, we're missing that that bit of firepower to take those chances but if we do carry on creating those the ones you know although we you can say we probably should have done better with the chance we was also a little bit unlucky as well uh like you say was that first one over the line a couple of other chances where uh, you know we had stephen quinn's comes off the post you know another day they they could they could easily drop in the net. So if we carry on creating like that, and like I say, hopefully we can get rid of the, these come of the, the couple of these mistakes, which you know we've been saying all season, so we might not. But if we carry on creating like that, we should get some more points off of these teams. So the, the performances are, are certainly picking up again, which is what we needed. Um, it's certainly helped by the fact we've got a few key key players back in, you know, in Lapsley, and maybe now having a bit of rest between the games, we'll have that energy left in the tank. So. We, um, I'm, I'm very positive, but yeah. I've, I've, caught, I've, I've realized what's happening now. You know, we, we know that some of the lads occasionally tune into this podcast, and if we won today, we're basically be safe, and there's nothing to nothing anymore, is there? If we if we're safe, so they just keep it interesting for that's, us. Con- that's it, content creators. And uh, David is one that's he's we still having this debate, just trying to find something to talk about. We are safe already. I don't think we are, I think we are. But I want maths confirm it. I mean, because I mean, well, I mean, in here, in this stupid head, I can see Mansfield Town of two or three seasons ago when we were in second place three or four games to go and we absolutely f***ed it up. <laughs> so, uh, do you know what I mean? I different squad, different Not manager, different... That's the, that's the point. Whilst the maths says it is still possible to happen, you, you always have to... You always have to consider it. Not... Not... Being open about it, not being um, straight up about it, is the biggest, biggest challenge. I think, like like we said, had we got three points tonight, yeah, we'd have pretty much been there over the line. But we just want the maths to stamp it. We want the ink to dry on the contract. We want the dry between the, you know, it's, um, you know, it's like when you, <laughs> it's like when you get a book from the library. 
blown it out a little bit. We just um, and we know it's back to us. We know it's due back. We just want it due. We just want it handed back in. Say, there you go. You've missed this, Cam. Come on. Have a know. <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> Oh, I, love I it. think he has. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, start getting your votes in for Man of the Match, by the way. Um, Roger says the trouble with League Two is the fine margins between success and failure. The team needs to be retuned uh, to be more successful. Glynn says, well played, really, really unlucky. Uh, Martin says, is it a good result or a bad result? That will be shown tomorrow, of course. Um, Clef says, goal line technology might have been beneficial tonight. That's I would love to try and slow Mo and, and cut into the, the Sinclair shot because early doors. Personally, I thought that was over the line. Like. Yeah, Where's camera angle gone? Furlow. Uh, Roger says, uh, better performance, so uh, so signs are looking better. I would be happy with remaining games being uh, drawn. A win is a bonus at the minute. Uh, Pedro says Craig analogy corner maybe a new feature in the Quarry Lane kids area I mean why not um, Michael says Colchester losing 3-1 um, so uh, it's a great two. point they've just scored again have they 3-2 now is it um, and Clive says it'd suit me if both Essex clubs were relegated and Grimsby uh, survived um, well as long as we stay up that's all that matters get your votes coming in for your man of the match uh, tonight let us know your choices uh, on that it'll be interesting to see what we've got usually at this point I would run through uh, you know the results and everything in Skybet League 2 not going to do that tonight there's only two games uh, ourselves a one or draw and 3-2 Oldham against uh, Colchester at the moment um, with not long left to go in that one. Fixtures tomorrow for you. Barrow against Carlisle. Bolton against Harrogate. Bradford against Grimsby. Cambridge against Exeter. Leighton Orient go to Cheltenham. Morecambe on Port Vale at Port Vale. Salford at home to Stevenage. Scunthorpe against Tranmere. Southend against Crawley. And Forest Green make the trip to Warsaw. Right then, Cam, you've been away for a while, so I'm going to come to you first. How many nominations have you got uh, for Man of the Match vote? I have, by the way, um, been scribbling down some of the Man of the Match votes from... Uh, earlier on so uh let us know yeah, how, how many, there you go uh right what is he gone uh, we're going right yes but what have you got how many have you got we book away you're in charge now um, well you've not been here for so long it's just sort of naturally happened you know i tried to rely on you for something and you let me down so busy man busy man it's like that healing blue and it's just been let down yeah yeah it's like when well, you it's like anyway um, I've got two. Go on then. Uh, Tyree Sinclair is my man of the match, but I think honourable mention for um, James Perch. Quite solid at the back, and you think uh, a couple of weeks ago you you couldn't shift him out of the team for Ryan Sweeney coming back in and. Sweeney seemed to be a bit of a liability when he wasn't in the defence. Um, so to be able to find a way to get them both on the pitch was fantastic because he seems like Rawson always seems to play better when Perch is on the pitch with him. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. It's that experience, isn't it? That experience head pulling him through, I think. Uh, Nace, what about you? Who are you going to put forward for uh, for your votes tonight? Uh, it's two uh, for me again tonight. Um Tyree Sinclair, obviously, again, massive bright spark in the in the team. Great to see him sort of uh, enhance on what he did did Monday afternoon and obviously getting the, the goal, which we so desperately needed. Mm. But I'm going to be a little bit dif- different tonight, and, and I don't think he's going to win it overall. <laughs> but 
I'm going to give my man of the match to Stephen Quinn. I thought he was absolutely superb. Uh, so many chances, um, you know, going forward, he was a part of. Uh, so for me, I, I thought he was, for me, it was the best game he had today for, for me. So, um, yeah, my nomination is going to Mr. Stephen Quinn. Imagine if Mal Benning was there just to, to push him a little bit higher up and, and get him in, involved. Uh, for me, um, I've got three contenders for man of the match and one half honourable mention. Um, the first, the, the three contenders, Stephen Quinn, as you mentioned, I thought he was absolutely excellent again today. Um, said it every time I talk about Stephen Quinn, we must get him tied down in the summer. Absolute must. Um, next one, um, Tyrese Sinclair. Great lad, uh, really good moment today, really, really relishing this opportunity in the team. Fantastic goal, long throw in as well. Um, keep working on that because it will pay off. Um, it's certainly the best one we've got in the squad at the minute. Um, so keep working on that, it's a good asset to have. Good set pieces, good delivery. Probably could have scored a free kick, should have scored one in the first half. Had we had VAR, maybe, who knows, second ang angle and all that, who knows. Um, but for me, um, it won't get man of the match um, which is why I'm giving him my vote I thought I mentioned it earlier as well I thought Ryan Sweeney was absolutely fantastic tonight um, like Nathan said earlier that was the Ryan Sweeney that we, we know and love that was the old Ryan Sweeney from you know absolutely dominant in both boxes um, really really strong in the air good on the deck spread the game really really well got back into some good positions when he was caught out a little bit recovered really really well good solid performance from him exactly what I want to see from my centre half going up winning headers winning challenges winning tackles playing the ball playing it out from the back supporting uh, the full backs bombing on giving an option up front getting up on the end of throw-ins and getting on the end of things sticking his boot out at it um, so for me my vote uh, will go to to Ryan Sweeney the other half on honourable mention um I'm actually surprised he's not had as much stick as as I was anticipating tonight. I thought Aidan Stone would get absolutely bombarded in the comments, if I'm honest, because it was an error for the goal. There's, there's no denying that. Um, but unfortunately, goalkeepers are judged by errors um, and not by the other work that they do. And he made two or three, probably four good saves, some good claims um, in the first half, in the second half as well. Uh, the one from the free kick um, stick particularly sticks out. Does well to get across to his left-hand side, push that away strongly, uh, and then recover, get up and claim the, the second cross and absolutely kill it dead. Uh, one in the first half where Newport absolutely skinned through us. Good, solid push away from him there. Um, but unfortunately, the, the, the error for the goal, um, coupled with the error from George Maris, to be fair, but the error for the, for the goal takes him out of the running. But uh, just want to say, other than that, up until that point, he was certainly in my top three for man of the match. But my vote has gone uh, to Ryan Sweeney. Let's go to some of your guys uh, in the in the comments. Um, let's have a little look where we are. Um, Wayne says, uh, Sinclair. I have written down the ones from earlier on, but I'm not going to scroll all the way back up to the, the comments because there's quite a few. Uh, Wayne says, Sinclair. Luke, Sinclair has to be man of the match. Uh, Quinn and Sweeney close, though. Uh, Pedro goes Quinn, as does Clive. Cathy goes Sinclair or Quinn very close. Mention for Ryan Sweeney as much improved. Um, you've not said which one, so uh, so man of the match, Sinclair, with uh, with Quinn very close. So there's uh, that's that. Um, Jeff says, agree with Craig. Sweeney, Quinn, and of course, Sinclair were excellent. Um, so that's a vote each for them. Um, so there we go. I have totaled up my votes. So that is it for, for that. Uh, and it's 
a tighter one than what you would have thought, to be fair. Uh, three votes in it in the end. Uh, of the top four, Ryan Sweeney gets two votes. James Perch gets three. Stephen Quinn gets five. But the winner of the coveted tweet from Nathan Edge with uh, eight votes is Tyrese Sinclair. So well done to Tyrese. Excellent stuff um, from you. Well done. Uh, to you. Thank you, everybody, for voting on that as well. Obviously, um, a week now before the next game, uh, after this podcast is finished, we will try and sort of put our heads together and do a podcast in the week. It will be strange, won't you, doing a podcast in the week? We'll have a look at the final five games, have a look at how Saturday's results have affected us. It's going to be weird, isn't it, doing a normal podcast? Can you remember those? I forgot how to do them. Do we do them live? We do do them live, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be uh, be interesting to 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 do one. It's I mm. say it gives us the opportunity to, you know, look at things that we haven't really had the chance to pre match and post match and go into a bit more detail. So, looking forward to one. It's been been quite a while. And also, Cam, to take away that you know the the emotion of the game, I guess, because a lot of the times we've been talking lately, it's you know it's been before a game or you know quite often after a game, and it's all emotion driven. So to be able to sort of take a step back and have a look at it from an outside angle. That'll be quite refreshing. He's got to turn his microphone on. There you go. I've lost my train of thought now. God's sake. Nope. Gone. Sorry. Quite refreshing, <laughs> quite refreshing to take away the emotion after the game and have a look from a different perspective. Yes. Um, isn't it nice to have him back? No. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> be fair it gives us chance that we can then re-watch highlights re-watch chances hear from players and managers because yes it's all right going into the game as a pre-match because we can listen to Nigel Clough pre-match uh, from his his press front press conference during mm. the week but you we don't get a chance to listen to the players and and what they think post-match before we make our assessments of a game so yeah it, it, it will be good be nice to get back to how things should be yeah um i mean things are going back to normal with the rest well the, our country anyway so let's uh let's go back to normal and then maybe a, a socially distanced podcast in the future yeah at the end of the maybe. season we might even we might all get together and be in one place that'll be yeah that would be refreshingly socially nice socially distanced of course as always that's the that's the the way to do it, isn't it? That's that's all good. Five games to go. Um, very, very briefly. Obviously, we'll touch upon this more in the week, Nath. But five games to go. If Mansfield can replicate the report, the the performances from yeah. the last two games, Nath, then you know that's that would be a good end, good enough end to the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, if we can keep the performances uh, at a, a reasonably good level, I think that'll make us all feel a bit better come the end of the games as well like say if we don't some games if you don't win but you, you've played well you can sort of accept that a little bit it's when we we roll over and and get beaten easily that they're the ones that i think people can't stand so i think first of all get those good performances in there and i think if we do that a win will come and i think a win is all we need if i think more than one win will come in these last uh last five games you know but uh, just that one just to settle everything down, and then I think we've got the opportunity then for the last three, three or three or couple of games to just maybe get Law on the pitch as well as Sinclair, have a look at some, try a few different systems, and basically let's try and end on a decent positive note and get us going ready for next season. 
Yeah, that's exactly what we need, isn't it, Cam? Just to, to get over the line, get it stamped, get the maths secure, get the box ticked and, and have a little look at other players and, and see where we go. Because regardless of, um, you know, contracts and, and what have you, you know, transfer winners are there for a reason. Nigel Clough has already started having a look. So this is a good opportunity for the players to say, I am worth keeping around. I am worth fighting for this Mansfield Town shirt. Uh, yeah, there is. I think the I think there'll be a few surprises of who we keep hold of, um, player wise. Because I think the core of the squad. I think we've got. Uh, I mean, to be fair, League Two this season. This season has been a really strange one, just because of the situation we've been in and and players not moving around as much as they have. But um, the the foundation of the team. I think we've got the start of something good, but it's just being able to make them slight changes, um, a couple of additions, uh, maybe a couple going out, and, and then we can re also get a full pre-season under his belt. I think it's going to be the most important. You think uh, player fitness-wise, Ollie Clark, obviously, in the last few weeks has really been feeling it, really been off off of uh, off his game, and, and that was something that Nigel Clough said, that because he'd not had a full pre-season, he was just absolutely blowing after every game. Yeah, it came off again today, didn't he? So uh, that's certainly one to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll touch more upon, upon that in the midweek, of course, once we've had time to digest everything from Nigel Clough uh, and the boys as well. But my thanks to Nathan and Cam. We will see them hopefully both again in the week. For now, though, that's all we've got time for tonight. Mansfield Town draw one all at home to Newport County with thanks to a superb strike from Tyrese Sinclair. Point on the board means it's now 10 points between the Stags and Southend. But will it stay that way come the end of tomorrow? Southend, of course, in action 3 o'clock tomorrow. Let's hope that they lose and that gap stays the same. Five games to go, 15 points left to play for. If at 5 o'clock tomorrow there's a 10-point gap with 15 left to play for, I'll be a very happy man indeed. Make sure you join us in the week. Stay tuned to our social media for details on when and where. For now, though, that's all we've got time for. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening, commenting, sharing and much, much more. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. See you again soon. Five games to go. Five more. Sat on the sofa. Oh, I can't wait to get back through those turnstiles and finally shout out yellows. It's getting closer, kids. It's getting closer. Views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. For more Mansfield Matters content, visit mtfcmatters.co.uk. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116 123. 
That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.